to another NY Jets fans podcast with hosts David Sharman and Chris as we got more NFL news and Jets news for y'all. Um, make sure y'all follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast and Instagram at NY Jets Fans Podcast. Um, we're going to start off with Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon has said he wants a new contract or he wants to get traded. I'm going to start this off with you, Chris. So how how you feeling about that? <laughs> You know what? This guy's in the last year of his contract, of his rookie contract, right? He's getting paid about five million dollars, which, for a top uh, dual threat running back, that's on the cheap. He's definitely one of the top ten, close to top five, dual threat running backs in the league. Uh, I don't blame him for looking for the money, and I know what <laughs> I know what argument people are going to say. <laughs> He's missed a bunch of games. I think I've heard that argument before. But yeah. You know what? And you know what? Just so that we could have an argument, I did some research there on There you this. go. That's my so, boy. Good job. Go. So here we go. Okay. So Gordon, in his four seasons so far, has missed nine games. Totally. Right. Okay. That's a decent amount, That's, right? Yeah. Okay. Mr. Elliott, mm. arguably the, the top running back mm. in the league. He's already missed eight games because he was suspended, right? Right. I think. right. Okay, in three years, he's missed eight games. Uh, Barkley, obviously one season, he's done. Here's Todd Gurley, in four seasons, he's missed six games Mm. so far. And and we've heard already he's got the arthritic knee, so you know he's going to start going downhill. Uh, Joe Mixon, Mm. in two seasons, he's missed four Mm. games. Carson from Seattle, very good running back. In two seasons, he's missed... 16 games. Yeah, well, we know about that guy. Yeah, definitely. Right. McCaffrey. I'm just going to use a couple names. Mm. McCaffrey, he hasn't missed a game yet. Uh, Derek Henry, Tennessee, in three seasons. He only missed one game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Peterson, he's in 12 seasons, he's missed 43 games. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's done. Peterson ain't in the top. He's not even a second-tier running back anymore, unfortunately. And the, yeah. and the crazy thing is, so, is that uh, McCaffrey. I, we forgot to put McCaffrey. Probably, maybe in the top. You know, yeah. he's he's very. He's, he's a second he's, tier. He's, he's a yeah. second tier quarter running back. Definitely, yeah, yeah. My my point is, running backs are going to miss games. You know, D- David Johnson in four seasons, he's missed fifteen games. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The serious so injury. My yeah. So my point is, is this is that the top running backs or running backs in general that are going to get a lot of carries and a lot of touches are going to miss some games because they do, you know, they, they do definitely take a beating out there. So, uh, but here's, here's the question. Does see does, so I keep on saying San Diego, does the chargers look at Gordon as the guy that's going to put them over the top or a guy that's like, eh, we could replace him with another running back and they could do the same thing. I li- right? listen, that's basically what they can. Yeah. Do. I, I totally agree right. with you, man. Um, but the argument for what you're saying is very simple. It's basically, is that your guy or is that not your guy? Is um um, Seattle, um Los Angeles has a um um I mean the whole NFL has a view of running backs as dime a dozen. I could get a guy that Correct. can do this, you know, or I could do a run, running back by committee and get the same production from two guys probably for half the salary I'm paying you. So I don't want to pay you, you know. Correct. That's one of the reasons why nobody wanted to pay. Le'Veon Bell, and nobody was even looking into getting him, even if everybody knew how dynamic, how dynamic of a talent he was. You know, um, um, 
listen, it's nothing personal against Mr. Gordon himself. I just think the culture of the NFL right now towards running backs is kind of negative. You know, so him saying that, oh, he has to get paid and he's not coming in, it's not going to shift the balance any. It's not going to shift it towards him or, or away from him. It's just going to remain what it is. You know, they're going to evaluate him and, and what he brings to the team. And if they can do without him, they won't pay him. And if they feel like they need to, they will. You know, I, I, it's, I know it's, it's, it would be like that for any other player, but it's especially different for running backs. Like Chris rightly said, injury is something that running backs deal with because they take a pound it. You know, so so and 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 because so many teams have done it for so long without star running backs, namely the Patriots. <laughs> you know, the Patriots have like mm. four guys. They pull one out of the wherever. They pull this other one from here, and then he comes in and he has like nine hundred yards for the season, and then he disappears, and they pull another guy from here. You know, so many teams do that all the time. So the teams look at it like, okay, I'm not. I don't want to pay this guy a multi-year huge deal. When I could pay two guys to do the same job, so you know, I, I I feel for him. I hope that they pay him, but I don't see it happening. Um, yeah, my my thing is is uh, you know, uh, with the Chargers, the question is if Philip, just like you said, uh, Chris, the other night, if Philip Rivers is playing two years, potentially maybe one. Is is Melvin Gordon going to be the guy that could play all sixteen games and and try to bring some kind of super uh, playoff run? Could could he do that? And you know, even though he played one full season, the four the the, the other three seasons, who know he had good numbers. He had he had very decent numbers. But if if I'm if I'm the Chargers, I'm kind of I'm kind of concerned. I'm kind of concerned because you asked him for you asked him for. Uh, 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 you probably ask him for a hell of money, maybe twelve, fifteen million. Who, who knows? You know, and, mm-hmm. and and your numbers. And yes, you was in the Pro Bowl twice, but your your you know, but your numbers is you basically you 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 can't stay healthy if you can't stay healthy for a whole season. Then what? What's the point? This is the only contract that you're gonna get, big major contract that you're gonna get because running backs don't last until 30 years old. So if you so if I'm Melvin Gordon and the contract don't happen, here's three here's my three potential teams that you can go that he could go to. If you're looking for a contender and you're trying to win, I'll go to the Indianapolis Colts. Hmm. Second team, if if I want to go to a team that that has the new coaches and trying to have a new balance Make, uh, and 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 one of my sneaky teams in the NFC is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. Number three, my third team is another sneaky team, and they in our division because you got McCoy and you got Frank Gore. That's at the last end of the rope. The Buffalo Bills that, and, and they got the Singletary kid. Um, Correct. Yeah. They got Singletary, but if you want somebody that's that's going to be a starter, that's going to be you know your starter that wants to be a starter and, and young. And I can basically bring some kind of life to Josh Allen. No bills, and 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 those are the only three teams that could that could probably match for him. But other than that, um, this guy, I think I think this is going to be one of those scenarios. He's going to try and not come to not come to camp, uh, training camp, and it might not work out in his favor because he's definitely going to lose money, and you don't have a lot of money. You don't even have enough money. To, to uh to basically hold out for a whole season. Hmm. 
so so if you so if you hold out for, for training camp and you lose what like thousands like hundreds of thousands of dollars what you want to do now <laughs> well he knows he's going to get paid next year at the very at the at the furthest you know because this is his last year so if he doesn't get the extension this year he's going to get money next year without a doubt someone's going to sign him to a nice contract of course yeah it de- listen. So it's just a matter of this year. Or it next depends. Year. I, so, I said I. I don't. I think the kid's gonna get paid. I just think. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he exactly. I don't know if the Chargers are gonna do it, and I don't know if he if he's looking for some huge lucrative deal. I don't know if that's something that's coming down coming up down the pipe. And think about it. Gordon is three years younger than. Um, wait, how old is Bell? Bell is twenty eight or twenty nine. He's twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. Does he? Oh, yeah. Because okay. Gordon's only twenty six yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, Gordon, you know, he's, he's twenty six, but mm-hmm. maybe the Chargers could could tell him, listen, we we just want to make sure that you could play play this whole season, and we want to make sure that you can contribute to Philip Rivers, essentially, be his last year, and we want to make a run. I think I I think something I I I not take it into account is running style. Because that's something Correct. that really matters when it comes to running back. The more elusive running backs are the ones that last the longest. Melvin Gordon is not an elusive running back. I mean, not that he can't be, but that's not his game. He's more of a Correct. power back. Am I not? Uh, am I right or wrong? Yeah. You know, if you if you're gonna be yeah. running downhill all the time, you're more prone to injury. It on, it only mm. adds to the negatives in this whole argument for against him. You know, again, like I said, it's not even personal. It's just how the business is right now. Everybody right. else is making money, and running backs are getting kind of chewed or stepped on, unfortunately. Yeah, I no, I agree. That that's why. But I think he's going to get his money next year when he goes into the uh, free agent market. You know, somebody's paying. Somebody will pay him. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I don't think that the Chargers are going to be in a tough situation now because if, like, look at it from their end. If they think you know what, there's no way we're going to pay this guy. You either show up or that's it. Now they're going to be painted in a corner to trade him. So if they do trade him, they're not going to get much for him hmm. because the other teams know that they look, that he's that he's not going to play, right? So they know they, they got to trade him. So someone's going to offer him nothing for him and possibly get it. And then, like you said, if he goes to, say, the Colts, especially an AFC team, yeah. if he goes to the Colts. Hmm. I, I, like, then, I like that. Uh, yeah. That right. offensive that line is sweet. Well in the playoffs. Yeah, that's why I said well, I think that's the best fit for him. <laughs> that's gonna be that. That's gonna be a hard one to swallow. Yeah, because when the I'm, last time the Colts, so. when the last time the Colts had an actual running back, <laughs> a, a great one. Uh, yeah. man, you gotta go Ed, back, Ed, Ed, James. Ed, James. You gotta go back to Adrian James. <laughs> and he was at the towards a little bit yeah. at the end, but um, I, I don't. Yeah, no, this is a. It's an interesting yeah. situation. I, I'll tell you one thing. I forgot. Man, I've been trying to. Get and who's their backups too? Look at their backups. Who who's I, I don't know the, those guys. Right, <laughs> that's their, that's their the main <laughs> backup. Right, that's the bigger question. If they had a decent backup, you could say, all right, if they trade them, it's not the end of the world. Their backups are Austin Eckler. Huh? He's five ten, two hundred. Yeah, thank you. Uh, like, Jeremy Cox. He's a rookie. who. Uh, I, yeah. I don't even know who these guys uh, are. Okay. Maybe maybe Just, they could do a Justin trade. Jackson. Maybe they could do a trade for uh, Duke Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah. go. Or maybe with the, like you, the team you mentioned, Buffalo. Yeah. You trade him and you get McCoy back. 
and and a fifth round pick or something. I, I I'll I'll tell you one thing. Um, I'm I'm trying to remember the um the GM's name. Uh, that he is a hell of a GM because that to put together that kind of talent on a team, uh, and keep them together as for as long as he has, I think I think he I think he uh, made his bones as a GM. I think definite. I think he will make the right decision there for the team. But you know, at the end of the day. Correct. But in my in, um, it's like Chris said. I I agree the fact that you know they might not pay him this year and let him go to free agency, you know, or or you know something like that because I you know I I don't I it's it's just not in his favor right now. If, and to be to be honest, if they're not going to pay mm-hmm. him even next year, <clears throat> then they have to trade. Yeah. Him. Because why let him sit makes, there and get yeah. nothing? Even if you get a makes some makes sense. Huh? They said they said that's basically the at this point they'd be lucky if they get a second round pick at this point. Yeah, at this point, but that's you not. But that, that's what they kind of put themselves. Guys, the way the market is, you get you you not gonna get a second round pick for a running back. Of no. course, the highest you're gonna get is a third. Look what, if if that. Think about it. Look what the Steelers got for Antonio there Brown. You go. Jump change. They got nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's I would say much better than you know. If you're talking about you talent, know, talent, oh, talent, oh, talent yes. for talent, oh, yeah. Yeah, talent for talent, come on, they're <laughs> not even close. Brown is proven, and he plays every year too. The guy is probably ever heard. So there you go. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, go for the best for Melvin Gordon, but uh, I, I, if if he if he's gone, I would like to see him with the, on the Colts. But the, you know, don't be surprised if Tampa Bay try to make a move too. And they still my sneaky team of the NFC, just in, hey, just in right. case. Definitely. Um. So so moving along, uh, we gonna we just gonna get a quick our our quick opinion on uh Richie Incognito. Uh, he got suspended for two games for for basically uh telling the staffers he's gonna kill them. Such so blah blah blah. Um. What what is our quick take on that? <laughs> he shouldn't even be in the league. That's my take. Period. Yeah, I don't. I just, yeah. I don't even waste any more time. Yeah, I don't. I don't even <laughs> think that we need that conversation about this yeah uh, that's um, why this I said guy has a, this guy has a long history of and the fact that you you're only suspending for two games is horrendous in my opinion anyway so that's it yeah the owners keep giving giving this man a chance so it's ridiculous you know some some players don't even don't even do much and they get like four or eight games but this guy he just they just bring a life back to him so and then there's players that aren't even suspended are getting blackballed. I don't have to mention the guy's yeah, name. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you ain't going to talk about much about that. So moving along. <laughs> <laughs> moving along. Um, the NFL and the the NFL and the, uh, the Players Association uh, still in their talks of contract. Uh, basically, Goodell wants to wants to bring an 18 game season, but it's not in the players' interest. Uh, basically, it was supposed to be in six. Uh, they want the starters to do 16 games, and I guess have the backups do two the last two games. Um, I don't know how to feel upon that, but how how do what is what is y'all what is how do y'all feel about that? Man, listen, I, I there's nothing positive about this. You, um, I know it's the players that didn't want all the practice time, and they they they, they removed or asked the, to uh, remove some of the practice time, but that has worked against the NFL. The more technical um, 
positions in the NFL are suffering because players don't get enough practice time. And then you're going to take away their preseason games because you're not making enough money off of them. And you're going to do what? Uh, add two meaningless, you know, in-season games? For what? Because right. you, you need not only, not only do you, you need the team. This is, this is how it happens. We have a guy named Robbie Anderson on our team that if we didn't have a couple of preseason games to actually work and see what he had, we wouldn't have discovered Robbie Anderson, right? It's true. So, so I just do not understand where we're going, man. I mean, it just seems like they're heading to a place where the product on the field is going to be watered down. You know, it, it, it you Even know, exactly. It <laughs> I mean, there's a horrible problem with offensive line play in the NFL. And the reason why is because it's a, it's a, it's so technical. You know, I, I remember I, I had an argument with a coworker about being about offensive line being something that's very technical, and he keeps he kept telling me over and over again that it's more about strength. There is a lot of very strong offensive linemen in the league. Most of them are not the best offensive linemen. I'll tell you that because it's a lot about technique. You have to be able to know when to fire your feet or when to where to place your hands you know all this stuff is stuff that need you need practice time and you need time to develop and, and think about how, how weak the quarterback position is uh, that's what i was going to bring up next i was just about to say you took that right out of my mouth you know it, it mm. it's and it's just going to get worse and worse if 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 you if you're going to tell me you're trying to make the most money which you're making absurd Absurd amounts of money now. You know, what is the problem? Like, we need more quality product. We don't need more gains. If you could find a way to get the product to a standard where we, where a high enough standard, then you want to, then you want to give the game, add the games. I mean, I could still argue it's a negative thing, but at least why you would want more games because the product is so good but you could see the product is suffering why would you want correct. to add more games it makes no sense to me correct yeah i i don't I, and they're adding the two more games and then their stars their stars are not even going to play in those two <laughs> games so that's the part i don't even i don't even get even worse like what, what are we going to see like two preseason games that actually count that then? makes no sense man I, yeah i don't know I, I don't know where they were going with that so I think they should just, you know what? They're obviously not going to add two more games, so just leave the four preseason games. But somehow, I, I, I don't know how you're going to make more money. Maybe you could charge less for the fans to get in there so you could get more people that go to preseason games. I don't know, because when you look at the exhibition games in baseball, right, you could go there for really cheap. I mean, they're not in the real right. stadiums. They're in, you know, the minor league places and stuff like that. So maybe that's what they got to kind of do, like make them cheaper to get in there. Don't like here, like now they force the season ticket holders to, to buy, buy the preseason games. The, mm. Right, the two preseason games. Maybe, you know what? Don't right. force them. If they give them the option, if they want to buy it, great. If not, put it out to the, to the public and make the public pay. Because there's the a lot of regular folk that can't agree season tickets and they like right. to go to Jets games. And it would be great if they could get an opportunity to go to those 
those games, those uh, preseason games, you know, if you could have a, you know, have a price that works out for them, you know, that would be awesome. I mean, I mean, this, this whole thing is, this whole thing is just stinks, man. I, you know, I mean, and you know what they, they might, you know, what you might see more teams do is I think the Falcons, I, other teams are, I think are doing this, but the Falcons lowered their concession stand prices by a lot. You know how crazy the prices are oh, for beer oh, or but food and stuff Atlanta's like that. seating costs in Atlanta is, is, is kind of near what we pay in New York for them, man. One of the reasons why they could right, do that. No. Right, but they, but they cut their concession stand prices down yeah. for their games, and now they're making more money. That, that was a smart more move. People are, are inclined, right, exactly. And to me, that yeah. makes sense, because if I could buy a hot dog for, say, Instead of eleven, twelve dollars, <laughs> right? I'm gonna do it, you know. And you know, what? if I don't, if I don't spend all my money on the food, maybe I'll pick up a shirt. There you go. Or, or yeah. a hat. So that's them. So maybe that's what other teams got to start doing, and and especially with the preseason games, make them cheaper. Maybe that's the key. I don't know. You know, I mean, we're we're not the smart ones, obviously. <laughs> but you know what? You got to try yeah. something. Because what they're doing now is not. I, I think I think something game. else I wanted to bring up too is the process by which coaches prepare their team for a season you know i think i think the the, the preseason games in the installment of defense and offense matters the way they install the, the the before the season especially when you know which to um how you prepare the game plan for the first game you know that the way they have it worked out is uh, most teams have a certain way of doing this you know they have they have it down the way they you know they install their offense you know if there is if they're gonna install their hot reads or if they're gonna install their audibles or if they're gonna install you know you know if 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 your base is cover three what you're gonna play off of cover three on defense and stuff like that all that stuff is stuff that they work into their preparation coming up into the season if you're not gonna give them time to be able to work the preparation. How a guy is gonna you? How a, how a guy is gonna understand stuff? You're gonna call a play as a quarterback, and then your freaking wide receiver, your 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 ex won't know what the hell is going on, and then you have to like call him over and be like, "Yo, yeah, I told you to run a flag route, man." And I mean, all this stuff is important, man. Mm-hmm. Again, going go it goes back to the product on the field, and I think if they're tr- if they keep pushing, they're just gonna water it down, and it's gonna turn off a lot of fans. I I think. They think that that they're not gonna turn off football fans, but there's something about the NFL that NFL te- uh, pl- uh, fans like. You take that away from them, they're gonna start turning their backs on them. Correct. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and uh, this is this is crazy because I don't think none of us ever pay attention. But the players, the NFL players themselves, they have to play at least three seasons to be eligible for a pension. Now, yeah. Julian already estimated that the average. Career is three point four years. Yeah, just over three. Yep. An eighteen game season could drop it to two point eight oh, years. That would, be and that's crazy. below the league requirement to wow. be eligible for a pension. So I don't think nobody. I, I don't think we, none of us ever understood that until now. So There's basically, always something. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the NFL Players Associated um, Association of Executive Directors spoke um, to Morris Smith. He spoke yep. with ESPN yesterday, and basically he, he said this. If a coal miner is willing to spend more time in the hole, does it likely result in more money? Yes. 
Is that but, a good thing for him as a person? Probably no. not. <laughs> so, so. Well, his. That, go, that, no, I'm sorry. Finish, finish up. Finish up, man. Finish it's up. an easy way to make more money, but is it good for them, for the players? So at the end of so at the end of all of this, you're you're basically gonna have us watch backups, back, backups in, in second and third string teams for two two games out the season and take two games out of preseason. So it's it's not yeah, gonna no work way out. That's gonna work. No. <laughs> so and you, you know yeah. what? With with the MLB, the, you play one game and you're already you already get a, a medical for the rest of your life when you play in, in baseball. You put you come up for one game. And you're there's so game. much, yeah. There's so, so much. Yeah. So the NFL should do something like that. I mean, you play one season. All right, I get it's a it's a different you know different amount of games and everything, but they got to do something easier for at least to get a medical. Forget about a pension for a second, because if you sign a contract, you know whatever, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars for a year or whatever it is, that's fine if you're a rookie. But if you play one game, you should automatically have your medical taken care of because of how physical this game is and how we see these older guys that are fighting to get medical now and they're not getting it. And that's, that's pretty sad. When you got guys that built this league to what it is now and they're not even getting taken care of, that's the sad part. Correct. So this league has a serious... Yeah, serious I problem. think your medical has an last a few years after you retire, actually. I think, right. yeah, it should be for it's, life. It's, it's, yeah, you, I think two or three years after you retire, that thing gets done. That's it. Yeah, and to me, you should have it for life because you have so many long-term, you know, issues with with football. You know, with the concussions and just getting physically beaten and, down. You get these long-term things. And all this ties into the fact that again, I know that um, I know there's always some negative. There's a lot of negative talk when we come. We talk to about when when fans and just people in general talk about play um, the owners in the NFL. And but there's a reason why. People just don't, out of the blue, just start calling people names or being negative towards them. There's a reason. It's because they've dropped the ball almost at every juncture. You understand me? Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you're making, if your employees are making the, the kind of money they make for you and for themselves, you have to do better. You have to do better, man. You can't, all, you can't just, you know, go ahead and say, oh, you know, like... The argument of some fans is like, oh, you know, it's like, you know, it's like they treat it like a regular job. Guys, there's nothing regular it's about not- playing <laughs> football. Like, right. I think Shannon Sharp said it one time. It's like, put a helmet on and pads and then run into your, the side of your drive, uh, of your drive, uh, side of your house, run into it about 30 mm-hmm. times every Sunday. And after that, come and speak to me. You know, right. you wouldn't, you wouldn't, <laughs> number one, you wouldn't do dare even do that. Number one, you understand? I mean, for somebody to have the heart to do that in an, you know, for 15 years or 12 years, that's that. I mean, come on, man. Eventually, the NFL's bubble is going to burst, you know, because they're the number one sport. They get everything and, and they're, they're too cocky. They're too arrogant. You know, the league itself is just too arrogant. They got to fix these issues because eventually it's going to catch up to them. Agreed. So basically, basically, you ask them, you ask them, uh, players to the uh, to make to make eighteen games work out if that was to happen. But how how are they supposed to do that? How are they supposed to make it work? It's not going to work, you yeah. know. I'll be shocked if they ever get. Yeah, I'll be yeah, I'll be, yeah, yeah, be really shocked. Sure. But, but it's probably one of the reasons why Dem- Demaris Smith said, uh, um, sent the letter out to all the agents, play agents, and told them, 
have your guys save money because we might get into a lockout situation because because when you start arguing things like that, and I don't think the players' association should should move an inch, right? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't care what you do. I'm not giving you 18 games a season. Makes no sense. It right. Doesn't work in favor of my of my clients at all. These players barely get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some of them, you know. Yeah. It's sad, but it's you know, it's just it's a true. really tough game. Yeah, and they supposed mm-hmm. to be uh testifying. They supposed to be basically talking from Wednesday to Friday. So all three days they supposed to be talking about some kind of new collective bargaining agreement contract, and mm, and so what they I see you how know. That goes. Uh, and, and speaking of contracts, um, let's talk about the referees for a hot oh, second. Boy. Yeah, um, basically they they contract is running out too, which is supposed to be uh, May of next year, I think, and they and they want to do like some full time officiating program. Um, how is that going to work out for the referees? <laughs> I, I think they got to make them full-time employees. Agreed. You know, I don't understand this whole part-time thing. It doesn't make sense. Make them full-time employees. Pay them what they're supposed to pay them. You know, pay them a decent salary so they're not leaving after a couple of seasons. And you know what I mean? Because now we have all these, you know, refs that are not ready for prime time, basically. You know, and we see it all the time. How many mistakes and <laughs> It's horrible. And, mm. Yeah, because 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 listen, there's there's some there's you know there's something that always comes up when it comes to refereeing a game. People say the human the human element or something like that. You know, well, you know, of course, because you're human, you're gonna make a mistake. There is there. Listen, too many egregious calls in the last I want to say decade or so in the NFL. There's to me, in my mm. opinion, I might be wrong, but it feels like there's more egregious calls now in the NFL, like. Than there's ever been. You, there's always been like one or two here that you know you argue. You know, you know. I, as fans, as much as we hate them, I think we like them because you know we like arguing for our team anyway. So it works in our favor. But I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think the fact, I think it again goes to the conversation we were having before about a watered down product. If you, mm. if you, if you're having referees that don't that. Uh, not a hundred percent good at what they're doing and they need more seasoning you know in a pro game you there's no space for that you have to create a a, a, an environment where these guys come in more seasoned you know try you know you can't have you know one of the things that you know i think it was last season or season before that when there was like a, a couple of guys just you know bailing leaving the nfl retiring from the nfl you know, there's. I think you try to keep those guys in house as long as possible because their experience matters. You know, bringing in right. younger guys and guys that that are not as seasoned makes the game bad. The mistakes go up, and and a lot of bad things happen. The fact that that play in New Orleans happened last year, I think, was basically because of. <laughs> As a referee, you're on the boundary looking directly at the play. How are you watching this and think this is not pass interference? I mean, mm. I mean, come on, you know. And and <laughs> and like Chris said, it's it's. I think it points to the fact that these guys are not ready for prime time, because when they need to blow their whistle, they freeze. <laughs> you know, mm, correct. Um, just like Phil Yates said, um, the human element of officiating will never go away. Never. <laughs> of course and, not. And, and, and the crazy thing is, is that in 2017, the full-time officiating program tax approximately 
20% out of 122 person officiating roster. So basically, it's only 80% that's doing part-time. Hmm. 80%. And that 20% of that is like 24 people. So basically, you got, yes. So basically, you got close to 100 of them part-time from the end of the season all the way into May. The middle of May. That makes no sense. <laughs> These guys need to be full time. They need to work on their skill, or or their, you know, work on being a referee year round. That that way, when the season starts, they're raring to go. You can't have guys coming in. They're rusty and they need a few games here and there. Oh, you're gonna work the preseason games when the preseason games, it's not really. There's like the plays that are being called are not even like the best plays that the coaches run. They try stuff out. You know, they, they, if they're trying to work on a t- on a play a certain player's weakness, or they're trying to make him get better at it, they will call, you know, I I write weak weak, you know, or something like that because the running back, you know, has a problem with vision and and he can't find the hole, and run that play five times to try to get the guy to understand where he needs to be or where the guard needs to go or where the center needs to go. That stuff is what they work on. They're not really trying anything else. So, so as a referee, you're not really working. <laughs> you understand right. what I'm saying? It, this mm-hmm. is all my opinion, but I just, I just don't understand how it, how they can't just have this hundred percent staff in hundred percent of the time. Correct. And um, you know, the last, last but not least, they both trying to avoid uh, the ugly, uh, ugly. You know, from 2012 when they had from the regular season, they had those uh young those rookie referees for them three first three games. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And, what happened there? They, I don't remember. Uh, what happened the Monday night game, right? <laughs> oh, it was horrible. Wasn't that Monday night game the, the Green Bay Seattle yeah. game, right? Was that the Yeah. Oh, well, with really the, the yeah. I, yeah, that was Yeah, the helmet yeah. Like a lot of those calls, or you know, a lot of those calls that wasn't supposed to be calls, it was worse. It was just worse, and they ain't had no other choice but to but to get a contract in place because it was a go, lot Mr. of fans Goodell. that was pissed off. <laughs> there you go, Mr. Goodell. We actually have proof that this doesn't work. Uh, so scrap, yeah, scrap, right. <laughs> scrap what you're saying and do what we say. Yeah, because we're right. we're definitely <laughs> the smart dudes. We know what we're talking about. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least they we right. At least they both trying to. They said both sides are trying to avoid happening. So hopefully they'll get a deal done in place. So they so they basically Goodell got a lot play between the players' association and the referees. That's why he, he got a lot money. more this play. That's why yeah. he gets paid thirty million a year, dude. Like, listen, man. <laughs> he better make yeah. something happen. <laughs> so so let's move along to our Jets. Uh Herden has been suspended for four games for the DUI DWI incident. Um we like I didn't know, I don't know if anybody else know that the lady, um a lady said she was hurt. Uh yeah. but Herden is gonna tell it yeah, after way after the fact. Um and he's gonna yeah, it's over a year ago. Yeah. And and Herndon is going to appeal appeal it. Um, how how is is it going to work out for him to get it reduced? Maybe the two games, or y'all think it's going to stay? We'll see, man. I mean, uh, this is his, he's a first offense, right? That's his first offense, right? Yes, I believe yeah. so. So I, I listen. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I I the possibility of him getting. I mean, it, to me, this is fifty fifty. It's one of those things where you know on our um, 
our, our on the last episode I was I was talking about the fact that I think that a lot of those punishments and stuff uh, when it comes to Goodell, uh, one guy making a decision like it, it's like you know it's just the way he makes the decisions is it uh, it's confusing sometimes and and it's all over the map. You know, so, Mm -hmm. you know, so for me, there's no real consistency here, you know, and and that's a real problem, you know, and, and, you know, they really need to deal with that. Um, He needs to uh, uh, not have that much power when it comes to punishing players and stuff like that. I think it needs to be given to more of a a group of people to sit down and figure this out. Um, But I think Herndon, I mean, he was wrong for what he did and he needs punishment. Don't get me wrong. Not because he's a Jets Jets player, uh, which I'm biased towards, doesn't mean that I think it's okay what he did. Because I, I generally have no patience for people that think that it's okay to drive and and drink or smoke and drink or whatever, uh, smoke and drive or whatever. Because you know these people playing with other people's lives, man. I, you know I have no, I have no patience for that stuff, and he needs to be punished. Um, I just think that there should be more of a consistent way of dealing with punishment in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm hoping they could cut it down to two games, but um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt because he was definitely a weapon that we were counting on yes. this season. Right. You know, um, so hopefully maybe Wesco could, could step up or the – what's the other guy we signed from the Bears? Yeah. Uh, Daniels, I think. Um, that, his name? Was it? Was it? I can't even remember. Yeah, I think it's Daniel Brown. Brown, yeah. Something Brown, like that, yeah. It. Yeah, hopefully one of those guys could step up for the four games and, um, you know, and replace him at least. But he was not. But that, that's definitely a big loss because we've seen what he did yes. last year or what, and obviously improve on that as well. So um, just, look at, just look at the teams we're going to be facing, the first four teams we're facing. Correct. Our schedule's the those... toughest, our first six games, you know, so – it's gonna to be tough, no. man. The foot, the, the the defense, the defenses we're gonna be facing is gonna be. We're gonna need all the weapons that we could get. I mean, yeah. uh, I think, I think, I think it gives them an opportunity. I think it's an opportunity for um, for Mr. Gates to show off his incredible um, offensive uh, play calling skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of light personnel, a lot of a lot of ten personnel calls will probably one of the things he's gonna do. Make no mistake. Uh, like Chris just said, it's going to hurt because Wesco is a rookie. There's a lot of things about tight end that you have to learn that he, that, but he did in his, what he did in college, they'll be asking totally different things. He was, he was primarily a blocker and a sifter in a, in kind of a zone spread system, you know? So if they were going to ask him to block, he knows how to block depending on the calls right. and stuff like right. that. But Definitely, but you know, I mean, if he's gonna drop into coverage, you know, drop, you know, get a, you know, um, um, for a drop for for you know for a, just a dump off or something like that, you know. But you know, his his skills as 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 a route runner was not there in a, in the limited amount of film I saw, you know. So I wouldn't trust a starting role for him. I think we need still need somebody to help out on the something like that. Okay, you might see Douglas pick up uh, a tight end somewhere. I mean, you know, yeah. my have two problems with the situation. Uh, the first problem is, you know, why why wait till a year later just to to bring that up? I'm I'm thinking, heard him. See, he pleaded guilty. He already pleaded guilty. 
and he had to have a meeting yes. with Roger Goodell. But why wait until a year later for that for that to be? Oh, okay, it's it's four it's four games. It's not two games. You know, maybe he done maybe he done learned his lesson already. We didn't hear much about him after that incident. You know, these young players. And why did they wait so long to to say when he suspended? Correct. Why didn't they say? I, it? I don't know. know. Correct. It was a pretty. I don't know. There might be some something more to the story that we don't. Know. I think I think there was there was uh, uh I saw um I would I want to say whispers but there were certain people that uh on Twitter that's that was saying something about there was possible substance abuse something going on that he failed some kind of drug test or something like that I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean I don't have any that's news on that. I I but I. I saw that being kicked around on the internet. I don't know how true it was. I didn't see any official uh, um, information about that, so I don't know how true that is. But if then, if that was something that was taken into account when Goodell was uh, punishing him, then I would understand. Because Correct. if you were having a DWI and have a field of drug test, then yeah, no. two ga- four games would probably sound right for for punishment. Well, I, I think we'll definitely hear more about this as you know in the coming yeah, weeks. Yes, and, you know, definitely. The problem is, you know, West. You know, you got you got you asking the tight ends now to do more than what they're supposed to, because Wesco and Tomlinson and Daniel Brown, yep. these are run blockers. These are not guys that yep. that's not you know that that's not able to that's gonna, not going to be able to to do what Hurden does. On the field, and that's yes, catch exactly. the balls and do the do the right routes, and so so th- that's that's my second problem to that whole situation. Because now, Ethan, now you know, you, now Mr. Douglas got to play his card. This is his, is is what you're gonna do for these four, you know, these first four weeks with the tight end situation. If you let Wesco play, that's that's fine. But he is he gonna contribute? Probably, probably not as much as we want to because we know that he's a right blocker. As a you know, as a catcher, he has potential. He but, has the potential. Yeah. I would, but, yeah. You know, what? But I we need a guy that's going to be able to bring you know, more bring explosive. Yeah. Yes, you need a more exactly. explosive guy. Yeah, especially in the red zone. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm curious on on you know third down passing yeah. downs. I wonder if they would line up uh, Quincy as a tight end. That's and that's and that's the second. That's the yeah. and that's the, that's another <laughs> thing. They talk this. This could be a potential of a Nunwa. Probably playing tight, may, potentially playing tight end, because he played it in 2016, and mm-hmm. that would be the now. And if they can't find a tight end, then that's going to have to be probably one of the probably the best scenario. But but it's going to make it tougher because who's going to be able to play that wide, you know, that wide receiver? Unless if they have like Wesco block, mm-hmm. that's our other yeah, issue. Unless <laughs> if they have like Wesco block. Block while while he played a wide wide receiver. Another wide could be out there for for so much, <laughs> and we need another guy that's yeah. going to be able to step up. Yeah, twelve. Like like yeah. I like I was saying when I when I was talking. Um, uh, you could line up in ten personnel on third down. You know, um, yeah. you don't need need a um, where you don't have a tight end. You know, you you know you have you have uh, somebody like uh, a lined up in the backfield as an H back. You know, and then let him run routes out of out of the backfield or something like that. I mean, there's things that they could do, man. And breaking down Gase's film, like I said, I think we've we've said that before. I think our um, guest, um, um, Joe Blewett, has said it before. Where um, where the one thing that Gase is really good at is coming up with with ridiculous ways to stretch or um, play a defense. You know, he 
he he's very in, innovative in that in that in that kind of way. So he can figure this out. I think I think this is again this is where he needs to make his money, man. You know, it's 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 one of those yep. situations mm-hmm. where you'll have to scheme ways to, to you know to get um to attack the seams in in some of those defenses that are coming in, especially the ones playing cover two, right. or three. You know, so they'll figure yeah. something out. I think I think he could figure yeah. something out. I I don't think to tell you the truth, I don't think it's such a big deal. To the point where they need to really go out and like, you know, spend huge capital just to get a tight end in house. I think they need some veteran presence. Don't don't get me wrong. I think they need somebody, but I don't think they need to go, you know, spending a bunch of, you know, our yeah. either draft capital or money to get somebody. I agree. Maybe after preseason. Yeah. Like maybe after preseason. Yeah. After the cuts or something. Get somebody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah somebody yeah. might fall yeah. down. Yeah. Just a fun fact. Uh, you, um, I don't think I think y'all know this, but uh, Douglas Douglas always uh, get on games about that 2012 playoff game with the when Jacoby caught that long long pass from Paco. <laughs> oh yeah, he, bring, oh. he brings that it up all the horrible. time. <laughs> yeah, he, and that was that was on about. that was on the defense. <laughs> How do you let someone go like that? <laughs> that was one of the worst. Oh yeah. Broncos should have won that game, but but moving along, uh, yeah, that play was horrible. with the with the Jets uh, training camp coming uh, July nineteenth, which is on Friday. Um, Quincy Williams still has a contract yet. Is that going to be a problem for him coming into camp, or is he going to come into camp and they'll figure out a way to do his contract soon? Yeah, I would hope it gets done quick. You know, I mean, you don't want him to miss any time at all in camp. I mean, we know uh, Darnold got signed right on the start of camp last year. So that might be what's going to go on here. I mean, let's just hope it gets done. I, I don't want him to miss any any time at all. Correct. So, yeah. I agree. We'll I, I, um, I wanted to go back and explain something I said. I, I might have pointed out wrong um, when I was talking about 10 personnel. 10 personnel is basically four wides, no tight ends. It's like basically four wide receivers. So so you have uh, – you would have uh, Robbie uh, – um, Anunua, um Jameson, you know, and who who would be our fourth white? Uh, Burnett, <laughs> Peak, Peak. Yeah, or, yeah, was... somebody. So they they you know running four wide four wides and, and one running back in the backfield. You know that 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 could still stretch. So that that's what I meant. But going going to um um Quinn and Williams um. Well, I call him Quincy. I, Quinn, Quinn yeah, Williams. Quinn, Quinn, <laughs> we got we you. Got we got you. We understand. Uh, I think I think two things, man. I think because I was confronted online about this whole thing, about how people are greedy and this and that and the other. Fans, listen to me. This is nothing to do with money because, like everybody say, says that's right. The those those uh, um. Those, they're gonna get whatever amount of money because they, the way they have it, he's gonna get paid that. They eat it or he's gonna get under it. He's gonna get his money no matter what. The issue is protecting your client from wording in the contract that might work against him. Basically, that's right. what agents are doing. That's why they do. That's why it takes long. It takes so long because there's a lot of things that teams try to sneak. A lot of guys. A lot of a lot of um, agents find ways around it, and a lot of times agents just don't want 
on the contract at all, and then it becomes a stalemate. It becomes an argument between the organization and the team and then and the agents. So it takes a little longer to find ways to you know to deal with the situation. That's the only reason. It has nothing to do with greed. It doesn't have anything to do with how much more money he could make. He's he's only gonna make a certain amount of money. It doesn't matter how much they argue. Contract wording. That's it. Or contract language. It was the same thing with Donald, Donald last year. It's going to be the same thing with Quinn this year. Correct. Um, that, that's okay. it. I mean, just hopefully he'll get that done. It's more about insurance. I think that point. <laughs> it's more about hmm. insurance. You know, you, you want your money, but also, you know, you want to make sure you're, 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 you know, you got some kind of insurance on this contract to make sure that you're good to go. You know, something like Donald, you know. But you want to make sure that he's good too, because you know once he gets once his 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 contract is done, we he, he expecting hella money. <laughs> so especially Adams, of course, Jamal Adams. So sir, we well 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 we don't gotta think about that till another couple of years. Thank goodness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So um, last but not least, we're gonna we want to get into some uh, NFC previews. We're gonna go start off with the NFC East. And we're gonna start off with with my favorite and uh funny team, the New York Giants. So favorite and so funny I'm a, team. A, yeah, they they my favorite team <laughs> because of so much crap they done did in the off season. So I'm I'm gonna let y'all go right ahead. What y'all what y'all think about their off season? Yeah. No, get Tommy, you're up. Listen, man. Um I, I think I think we could I think we could kill the Giants for their first pick. You know the name. Mr. Jones. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, listen, I don't. I the fact there's something about the kid that made uh, Gettleman think that he's some gonna be some kind of great QB <laughs> taking him that high. I think. I think one of the things that that keep coming up about him, even when people speak negatively about his play, is the fact that he has the intangibles. Now, does intangibles ever um, ever turn into? Oh, let's say make you turn into a great quarterback if you don't have the physical skills. When does that ever happen? I don't. I've, I don't know. I mean, they need to point to an example to me because I don't. I've never seen that before. Um, I think one of the one of the most glaring issues I think people have with the Daniel Jones pick is the fact that one of the things they that I a lot of defenders of the pick make is that um, that he went to the same school as the Manning brothers. And they had the same coach, and they run the same offense. The problem right. with that, the problem with that is the offense that Cutcliffe run for Daniel Jones was nothing close to what Eli and Peyton played. That they they made know. the they offense very sim- they simplified the offense. Now it could be that they simplified the offense because the team around him was shit, which is excuse my language, but he basically didn't have that much talent around him. But not only the guy, he like he's he didn't compete. He didn't complete sixty percent. There's a reason. Yeah, I mean, yes, he doesn't have he doesn't have you know he doesn't have the requisite um, um, accuracy to per se. You know, so I I understand I understand both sides. I think I I think if you sit him down. You know, for the next two years. I don't, <laughs> <If you> sit, <laughs> I don't understand if, both sides. If you, if, you, if you sit him down, mm-hmm. listen, this is this is my thing. I'm trying my best to defend this. You know, I think my grandmother <laughs> used to say, um, um, you um her her 
her her saying was um when you you know when you try to defend somebody it's almost like hand in the fire to pull them out of it and if you're willing to mm-hmm. burn your hand i'm not really willing to burn my hand jones so uh so i don't know <laughs> i don't know what this sounds like but i think i think he's his potential become a great starter in the league is is probably very minimal um uh because i don't think he has the physical skills he might have the intangibles but uh or he might look like eli whatever that 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 caught you know that counts to whatever i don't think it is but anyway i think i'm spending way too much time on him and i want and i yeah. think the i think the thing about the draft that i think um people will be surprised about my opinion is i practically liked the giants draft other than daniel jones they did pretty good because basically they okay they did the Daniel Jones thing and they couldn't get a they couldn't get a pass rush i could kill them for that or i could turn around and said you know what they did after that they drafted four corners so they go they went for coverage instead of pass rush so you you so and there's all there's there's kind of a trend this the nfl always has trends and one of the things kind of happening right now is there's a lot of teams that can't get their hands on pass rush you're trying to go with coverage and um i can't i can't hate on the on them because i liked i liked baker you know i i really did i i like that um i like their corner i like the corn the corners they 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 pick i think one of the guys they picked i think it was i think his name is uh valentine cory valentine really like really, really yeah. like the kid i i think he is six right listen i think he's a sleeper i think he's I think he do- he dominated where he was and and I think I think he's going to um he's going to do well. So I think and even even their pick Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence is an animal. You know, but he is a, but he comes with a, a huge risk though. I I I yeah, right? I cuz he did have a piece. They, yes. yes. And he had damage he had nerve damage in his leg. Well. Mm. Yeah. I, I, so he's got he's a little bit of a Yeah, risk. I mean, of course, a lot of this a lot of those guys come in with risk. I understand. I mean, He's not as clean as of a prospect as you would want, but but to pick him 17th overall, that's yeah. the other thing. And here's the other thing: they had two first round picks. They probably could have waited Daniel Jones down to the 17th right. pick if they really wanted to, and picked you know somebody at number six. They could have got Ed Oliver. You could name about three or four guys that would have been a better no. pick at the sixth. Yeah, I know so, Josh Allen. Right. Yeah. And then even at at seventeen, there was probably better players at seventeen than Dexter. Correct. You know, maybe not better uh, talent, but uh, more sure of a thing. Right. The, Dex, Dexter Lawrence could be a, he could, yeah. a complete. Yeah. He, he could. He, yeah. I think. I think. I think they went. I, I think the one thing I will kill the Giants for is that a, a, some of those picks they went for ceiling. They went. I think when we did our a, um, AFC um, last episode, I think I criticized a lot of teams that just went for the teeth. The guys that have um, the highest ceilings, that doesn't always mm-hmm. mean n- not a lot of players reach the ceiling. Their ceilings, a lot of Correct. them they kind of yeah. cap off at a certain point. So I think I think I think that was wrong of them to do that. But I I really like the fact that they really they got a bunch of corners, uh, you know. So but but I'm and hopefully at least one. <laughs> I think I think no, more than one will stick. Right? In my that opinion, I think more more one of more than one of their picks at corner is gonna stick. I think I to me I think they're um basically um I, I I'm I'm not going to grade them as a great draft. I don't think I don't think they got an A or B. Uh I think I think I'll give them a C minus. 
Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, overall, like even like even their signings too. When you look at it, I mean, they picked up uh, what Golden Tate. Yes. Yeah. What are you What are you signing him for? That no makes sense no at all. Sense. He's re- he's no, going to replace. What are you talking about? Dying Shepherd. Oh sure, yeah, sir. yeah. Thirty-four, whatever he is. Come on. For four years. This was this was a D plus at best off season for the Giants this year, and I don't think any Giant fan will disagree with that. They'll probably give him an F, but. So I mean, I'm being too nice. Horrible. That's what you're trying to say. I think so. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. It's horrible, and and they like they have no, they have no, um, they have no plan. Like, what are you thinking? Maybe about? Gettleman does, man. Maybe, maybe. No, he does not. <laughs> think about it. Last year, so go back to last year. Who did he? Who did he? Okay, he drafted Barkley. Who, thankfully for them, he's a really special yes. player. Not knocking Definitely. him at all. But he's still. We were talking about running backs, right? How low they are in the total ball yes. in the NFL and blah, 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 blah. You don't pick him second overall. <laughs> you pick the quarterback when you need no, a quarterback. Jesus. You draft the quarterback. And not only you didn't draft the quarterback, the quarterback you didn't draft is playing in the same stadium as you. <sighs> and he's, and you're going to be able to see how good this kid is. And who else? And even, um, what do you call it? Josh Allen, if he turns out to anything. Josh Rosen. Mm. You got all these guys that you passed on, and then this year as well. <laughs> this year you passed up on who'd you pass Dwayne up Haskins. on? Haskins. Haskins, and even Haskins. Haskins is going to be playing right in there. Their yep. division as well. Yep. So they're going to see him twice a year. If he if he turns out to be a good quarterback, Ooh. or or better than Daniel Jones. Whew. Yeah, that, that I'll t- I think I'll, I'll agree with one thing. I'll agree with you in on is that all these choices that Gettleman just made. It's either it's either gonna make him into a, rel- a genius, or it's gonna be the last. No. It's gonna be nails in his coffin. Basically, that's what it is. Oh, no. he's done. No. he is done. He is done. And it's like there's no plan. Like, what are you doing? There's nothing there. Yeah, but yeah. Who they, did they I, I, did they I'm pay? Sorry, did Aaron paid another offensive lineman a bunch of money, and then he ended up stinking last year. Yeah, I forgot yep, his Nate name. Solder. Oh, Solder. Nate yeah, Solder. Nate Solder. Solder, Nate Solder. Yeah, and he didn't play yeah. well last year. I'm sorry. No, no, he didn't. You know, now you sign you sign Golden Tate. You got Corey Coleman, who's been a draft bust for the last yeah. two years. He's been on what three teams? Yeah, already? something like that. I mean, mm. come on. Yeah. So they they got they got issues, man. And thank God we're not we're not the the joke of New York. I, I will. T- I, w- I will say there, there's a reason why I've I've, I've come out soft again uh, against the Giants. I have at, in in right at my job, um, my coworkers. I have four of them Giants fans, and I've been killing them, and then and to the point where I think I'm tired of killing them. <laughs> so I have to I have to find some kind <laughs> yeah, of silver lining. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I, I try to so, nice so, you know, I, I don't I don't. So, um, so this is the best I could do, man. I could. This is the best way I could spin this, this, this draft class and this offseason. Is, is, is that they did, they did the smart, the smartest thing they could do was that they could, um, didn't go pass rush because they wanted to go more for coverage. I don't know if that's gonna pan out. That could be one of those stupid things. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they, they went, they went quarterback that people rate, rated probably a third round quarterback and they took him in the first round that sixth overall sixth overall that sixth overall you know 
traded their best talented wide receiver for a, a, a older wide receiver, more of a possession guy. Maybe that works out. Who knows? <laughs> this is the best Just I can about who was who was think about who was drafted after Daniel Jones, right? Josh. Yeah, Allen that's what I said. Went to the Jaguars yeah. right after him. TJ yep. Hawkinson to the Lions. Ed yep. Oliver to the yep. Bills. Devin yep. Bush to the Steelers. Mm. Jonah yep. Williams. Oh. Yeah. It, like um, there, there was so much talent there, man. I mean Oh my God. They, and they could have if they wanted to go quarterback. I mean, we brought up the Haskins thing, why they probably didn't draft Haskins, but at least wait till your 17th pick if you don't like any of the – if you didn't like Haskins, wait to the 17th pick and, and draft Jones then, but get your impact defensive player. Which, which, right yeah, which the, which the draft was full of. Right, exactly. So, yeah, D-plus at best for them. I, I, I'd give them an F, but <laughs> – C minus for me. Oh, I'm being nice. Yeah. Um, You're very, very nice. Oh, very Jesus. Nice. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, I think, I think you know, what we what we can say and what Giants fans could say is they should have gotten a quarterback, um, not not 2019, but 2018 draft, where it was Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield and Josh Rosen and Josh Allen. Um because you know these quarterbacks of, of this one, other than Dwayne Haskins, we we know not, none of them can't don't have that real potential. So um, oh, I don't know. What, no, what I was you, saying uh-huh. no. I said I said that I said the court they should have got them a quarterback instead of Barkley. I said yeah. they should have got them a quarterback instead of Barkley right. that year. Uh, yeah, you could argue that. Yes, definitely. yeah, because it ain't oh, no absolutely. real quarterbacks other than Haskins, but. But the quarterbacks were slimmer than uh, uh, being good. Uh, that could have Hall of Fame is slimmer than 2018. So that was a mistake on them. But not 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 the knock off Barkley because Barkley is good. So I'll give y'all Giants fans that. Um, He's got a little bit. Imagine if he was like a, a decent running back, not a great running back, like an average running back. Oh, yeah. They would have killed him. Yeah, they would have got this. He's the only thing that's kind of yeah. – even even though he's great, I still think he should. they should be killed for – not drafting the court. Yeah, um, you know, but the Golden Tate signing yeah. was horrible. I love they Golden really Tate, though. Don't get me I wrong. I like I like Golden Tate, but yeah, I but not for that like, job. That yeah, I like Golden no. Tate as like a <laughs> slot slot receiver. That's what he is. Exactly. So, other than that, right? No, they're gonna keep him in the slot, but they're gonna put Shepard on the. That's outside. what I heard. That makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's no way. It's not gonna work out. Shepard um, Shepard yeah. actually played well on the outside last year. Again, yes, but sir. but this is but this is the thing well, when you're exactly. I was just about to say that. <laughs> so so um the pick that I do the pick that I do like is a uh, DeAndre Baker out of yes Georgia. yes yes I definitely. I definitely like that pick and I like the um the Julian Love pick um, on the fourth uh, again, yep corner so so yeah so other other than that yeah I would give I I I I'm going lower I'm going with a D. No, no D plus, no C minus. I, I, it's hard. They had a horrible off season. Uh, I really feel yep. bad because because when I was watching the draft, I was watching it with uh, my fiance aunt, and and she, she's a Giants fan, and she was like, she was like, ooh, she said, please, Dwayne Haskins or Josh Allen, please. 
when that man mm-hmm. said Daniel Jones, I laughed so hard. I said it's time for me. It's time for us to go. Uh, I was like, yeah, it's time for us to go. <laughs> the lady, yeah, she might have yeah. thrown you out of a house, man. <laughs> that was not nice. She was, she was very pissed off. I think she had to take her a shot of liquor, a shot of Tito's, Tito's vodka. She wasn't the only Giant fan that was pissed off. Joe. Yeah, oh, definitely not. I think everyone. But I think yeah, certain oh. fans take it out of proportion when they want to throw the tea things in the TV, break TVs and stuff. Yeah, like, come yeah, on, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> but think of the solid D. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go to the Washington Redskins now. Um, now, now, I, now, they, they, this was I night question, and day right here. I question yep. they free agent signings, um, especially Landon Collins. That is one of the, I don't, that is one of the signings for me because y'all pay Why? so wow. much, because they pay so <laughs> much money. For a guy that I don't think that has that's not that he he's he's I'm gonna say he's uh I'm not gonna say say he's top top I think he's second tier I don't know I, I wow I don't, I don't, London I don't, Collins I don't, is second tier in my opinion wow. I don't like him really? that much I don't like him wow. that much Ooh. I think they overpaid him hmm. listen I I, mean, I, I think I think I think you me. could argue no I could I Davin I I think you could argue the money is ridiculous. But for the, the the you can't I to me in my opinion I think Collins is a first tier safety I think oh. I think he's that good I think I think him I think him, I, think, I think I think they paid him too much money now but I think I think talent wise he's 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 one of those records man name, he's a different a play, level man name name a player that actually had had came to the Redskins out of free agency and actually performed well other than Deshaun Jackson. Well, no, that's that's a whole yeah. Other that's yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. This is this is this is why. I'm but I think saying. Collins is a different cat, though. I'm, I'm I, listen. Yeah, I'm gonna no. lean on the on, on the fight. I think talent wise, I think he is a different cat. I think he's one of those and guys. Come to a better. Yeah, I, mean, I think I mean, especially that defense. That defense is gonna be a problem, man. When the Giants were good, he was good. Yeah. His first couple of seasons, he was really solid. Yeah. You so, telling me? You telling me? Listen. You know why this this is gonna matter? I'm gonna tell you why this is gonna matter. I understand what you're saying, Davin, about the money because I I don't think you. That's a lot of money, man, for safety. That's a lot of money. But I'm t- I'm I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna tell you one thing, the Redskins. You know, the, who who's the pass rusher the Redskins got again in the draft? Um, they got. Uh, there you go. You remember how good Mar- Montez Sweat was, man? That listen, you oh, yeah. pair. These these guys have a defensive line that's ridiculously talented, and you put a pass mm-hmm. rusher of Sweat's caliber on the edge, and you have a safety behind him that's like this guy. It's, listen, that defense is gonna be crazy, man. It it is it is what, gonna matter line, a lot. I know the money is crazy, but that signing is gonna matter a lot for that team. If they weren't in such a tough division. Yeah. I would say, you know what, this is a sleeper team, but yeah, that's the only reason. Cowboys and you got the Eagles on top of them. You know, are they really going to be better than them? I, you know, I don't know if they're ready yet to be better than. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think the only reason why they should. I think the only reason why you're not, we're not like really carrying them up. I think is the fact that they got to go through the through the Cowboys and the Eagles. Other than that, man. This this look at this team, man. I mean, yeah, they're loaded. They loaded. They did really well in the offseason. I think I think I think I think um Haskins just fits the kind of system, you know. I think 
I think he fits the system. I think Redskins, I think Askins fit the timing system that Jay Gruden loves. You know, one, two, three, ball out. One, two, three, four, ball out. One, two, ball out. Um, that's that. You know, that's the kind of system that he runs. And he and what Haskins did in college is basically what he did. You know, he did a lot of uh, he did a lot of timing routes. So, you know, so basically, I think I no. think that's what it is. You know, their only weakness, I think, on offense is their receivers aren't great. Agreed. You know, like they don't have any that stick out. They say, okay, they, you know, I, I don't see any big time receiver there that. They're really scary. Yeah, but I love, but I love who they drafted though. One of right. two of the two of my favorite guys. I mean, I, I mean, it's talent wise, speed wise, Calvin Harmon and and McLaren, man. I mean, they 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 both have ball skills. They both are very fast. Um, I think I think talent wise, they um, I think McLaren played with uh, Haskins, right? I think yeah, I think he played with with so so a kind of a continu- yeah, so yeah State, kind of yeah. a continuation here. So I think that I think. I think they did really well, man. It's one of those teams when you really dig into their offseason. I think um, I think they did better yeah. than a lot of people. Uh, again, I will. I definitely think that was a lot of money to pay a safety. Crazy money to pay a safety. But when you combine what they did on the front with sweat, adding sweat on the edges, and adding adding mm-hmm. this this <laughs> ultra aggressive safety with ball with crazy ball skills, I think it matters a lot what they did. Yeah, yeah. No, they they definitely improved. I don't know if they improved enough to to battle Philly and Dallas, but they'll definitely be a good, solid team this year. Um, I don't know if they're ready for a wild card, you know. But they're they get at least they're on the way up. And if Haskins starts this year, plays some games, and he really shows that he's a good quarterback, and then next year, then they could probably go for it next year. Agreed. So they definitely got a B plus or an A for their offseason. Yeah, I, 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 for me, man, it's wow. I don't, I, I don't see what they missed to give them a. I think they did the best they could with what they had. So I'm gonna give them an A straight up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my my grade for them will be a, a solid B. Um, I don't know about the Landon Collins, and I don't know about the Rogers Cromartie. Uh, Rogers Cromartie is coming out of retirement, so I don't I don't know how that's going to work out. I'll give I'll give him a solid B. Uh, moving along to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, and 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 they had an interesting off season. So I'm gonna start off with you, Chris, because I know this is your second favorite team. So yeah. go right ahead. You know what they they did really well. I mean, first of all, re-signing Wentz, obviously extending him. That made a lot of sense after trading away uh, <laughs> Nick Foles. Um, you know what? He's got to stay healthy now. That's that's the big question mark with him. Thank, but, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So we can talk about that, but their draft picks were really good. They picked up. Uh, yep. Round. Yes. He's going to be, um, what's his name's uh, replacement? Um, Jason Peters' replacement. So uh, they picked up Miles Sanders in the second really round. Really fast guy. Catch yeah. problems catching add, the ball though. I hope I hope he, he gets better catching the ball. But yeah, dude, if you add him to that yeah. rushing attack, you got Jordan Howard traded from Chicago, Chicago Bears. Yep. Yeah. You still got Corey Clement there. You can't can't so forget about Deshaun really Jackson. Yes, sir. Yes, they also picked up Deshaun Jackson, the receiver. Exactly, that, that do, he's coming that home. Do back to yeah, that could do pop they have. Oh, they yeah. have that's Think huge, about man. They had a really good. They had a really good uh, off season. Uh, off season. 
between the draft yeah, and I, picking up players. I, I agree, Chris, because because I think I think what Matt I think look at the size and speed they added. I think my son Sanders and and um, Asega Whiteside mm-hmm. as a tight yep. end. Asega Whiteside is a big dude, but he's fast. I think he I think he ranked in the top ten in the forty. Um, in the in the um, but he's more of a. Re- the, I think um, they can use him more of a receiver. No, I agree. Yeah. No, he's he's a pretty fast guy. I think I, I think he is a receiver. Yeah. Um, he is a Six receiver. Two, um, but if you take, I think you take you you tie you take him and Jeffrey team them together. Big body, mm-hmm. uh, uh, really good, good at run running guy. guys. He's gonna be a good red yeah. zone guy for sure. You yeah, and they have Ertz already, so they, Jeffrey's a red zone threat. And that Asega could be a red zone they, threat. They Ertz could be a red zone threat. Dallas Goddard yeah. is really good. Yeah, he's a really good player. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think they really they I mean it's one of those teams again, you know, they're loaded. You know, they're one of the better teams in the NFL. Again, it, it all leans on the on on the fact that if um if the QB stays healthy, right, mm. you know, but that team is loaded, man, and they just kept adding weapons here, man. And, and I, I like the, what they did. They need their corners to stay healthy this year too. Last year they lost they lost they everybody. four guys, I think. They still managed to make yeah. a playoff. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's good um, yeah. what yeah. I do like is they uh they first round pick because of Jason Peters. Um, I like Andre Diller out yeah. of Washington State, knowing that yeah, Jason is Peters is thirty. Yeah, season. so yeah, that's that's the right time to bring in that guy. And at that that number twenty, a lot of games right? Too. And that number twenty two pick, you can't go better than that. So um, yeah, I think the Eagles did a real good job. Um, I still question that the the contract they gave Wentz, but only time will tell. Um, I give him a solid. I give him an A. True. I, I will give him an A for for a good for an outstanding job. Yeah, I I'll, I'll give them an A too in that off season, man. Just another yeah. team reloading, man. It's like I, it's it's like us talking about the Chargers last week. It's the same thing. It's it's teams that are loaded. They have a lot of talent, but they don't start adding more talent and more oh, weapons. Yeah, you know? and also I like the Malik J- Jackson signing from uh, the Jaguars. I, Oh yeah! Oh that's yeah! Right. We man. can't forget wow. about that. That's so one. yeah, that's, that's you know, they, they crazy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that gotta be an A. Yeah, hands down. And you know what? They had they had to extend um, Carson Wentz. Yeah, didn't because, have, yeah, you know what? And they had to trade away Foles. They couldn't keep them on the same team. Of course, again. of course. You not. know, Foles Foles is a yeah. He's a starting quarterback, so they had to trade him away. So that was a big deal. Um, Correct. So and and you know what? By trading Foles away, you're saying, okay, Wentz is our guy, and you got to pay him. So, you know what? Just pay him and cross your fingers. That kid's going to stay healthy now for the next four or five years Agreed. or even longer. Agreed. <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to. And they're, they're going to be one of the Super Bowl contenders for sure Yeah. this season. Yep. Yeah. All depending on how Wentz does it. If Wentz can stay healthy yeah, throughout that's... the whole season, it could be a big playoff run for them. It all depends or how Wentz can stay, yeah. stay healthy. If you, yeah, a, the way this dude was playing before he got injured, man. Remember how good they, he was playing? Yeah, he was supposed yeah, to be MVP. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I mean, we all gave gave, gave him an A. So, <laughs> that's that's, a, mm-hmm. that's good for the Eagles. So, last team is the Cowboys. Um, I, I don't – I like the Randall Cobb signing. Um, they needed a slot receiver. I think he'll be able to maybe put a little bit more numbers than Cole Beasley. Um, who else? Uh, uh, I don't know about the Cameron Fleming uh signing. Um, and I don't even know about their draft because I really didn't get into their draft like that. Um, I don't, I don't know what grade together. Yeah. yeah, Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill for Tristan Hill was a uh, uh, their signing. You see, I I kind of like the way they was kind of looked at it. Um, defensively, 
uh, kind of shoring up the middle of their defense, sure. their front seven. Uh, I like I like Hill as you know, and and kind of um, adding more um, bodies to their offensive um, line. To their offensive line with uh, yeah. Connor Connor like McGovern. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, I don't want I can't kill them for their offseason, you know, because that's a very talented team, man. It's one of those teams that. Uh, silently, a lot of t- play, a lot of people are kind of saying, "Hey, they could make a run." You know, they they you know they they gave up a lot of their picks uh, uh, to to get um, to get uh, their uh, wide receiver from from the Raiders and 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 who else? What else? Who hey, else Jason Witten came is coming yeah. back. Let's see what he did. Witten came they back, make right? A trade right. For, uh, one of those they, defensive uh, linemen from the for the uh, ends. Yeah, from the Dolphins. Yeah, Robert, Robert Quinn. Quinn. Correct. Yeah, they got Robert, yeah they got Quinn right. Quinn to to pass rush, uh you know pair him with uh with Demarcus the Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, I mean that, listen, I um yeah they're, they're still they're definitely up there. Yeah, that's a this is one of the teams that is gonna they're gonna they're gonna make their mark you know on you know barring any injury or unforeseen circumstances that's it's gonna be a scary team to play. Remember that's the that's the um that's the that's who we're playing, man. AFC East is playing the NFC East, man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. It's not gonna. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, but uh, I I think I give. Uh, I want to say a a B minus. B nice. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving them a. I'm not giving them a B over over that. (laughs) It's still a lot of questions and doubt, but I. Yeah, I think I think I think I will side with you. I I think I'll give them a B straight up. Uh, I think I think there was other things they could have done, but. But given that talent that they have on their team and the way they kind of just showed up their trenches, uh, both on defensive line and offensive line, I, I like what they did. Yeah, they weren't bad. I, you know, a B, B minus right around there because Cobb could be good, but he's been in a decline his last three or four years after he had that big year. Yes. I think it was like yeah. three years ago. Um, so, and he's been injured. So he's a guy that, yeah, if he's healthy, you know, like last year he played, he did play. Did he play all his games? He only played nine games last year. Yeah, wow. So, 38 catches, 383 that's, yards. Nothing yeah, great. there you go. And like 10 yards per catch. <laughs> and that's what Aaron Rodgers throwing to you, too. Mm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, they, they still got a ton of talent on this team. So, they're definitely like the Eagles' favorite to win. You know, it's either them or the Eagles to win the yep. division. Whoever doesn't win it probably gets a wild card. Um so yeah, definitely a B B minus maybe, I guess. But they did okay, but they could have done. I agree. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna move it to the NFC West. Uh, we're gonna start off with the Arizona Cardinals, and I'll start this off with you, Sharman. How are you feeling about the Cardinals? This is a. This is a. What? What? What do you? What? How do you call a all or nothing? This is all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Basically, this is what it is. It's like. Um, they believe that um, get hiring a college coach to come in and run a specially um, ran offense for a QB that's a uh, small in stature, um, 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 that's very talented and um, and possibly could be the new thing in the NFL. We don't know. They, to me, to me, it's like there's a calculated risk on their part. Um, but they they're going all in with it. They hired the coach to back him up, and the talent because basically they went, um, you know, Andy Isabella, uh, uh, Deontay Thompson, 
Keyshawn yeah, Johnson, love, wide love receiver. They, a lot, love they draft. <laughs> a lot of a lot of speedy um, um, wide receivers, you know, to to give them to give them uh, to give the kid the 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 opportunity to get, you know, get better with accuracy. Um, you don't Correct. have to be, you know, I I don't think he had major issues with accuracy in school in college. I I think he is a um, he is really talented. Um, um, but but they all or nothing kind of uh, attitude is kind of interesting to me. Uh, team a team not going half, you know, half assed. You know, they believe this is gonna work, so they're doing being, doing everything they can to make sure you know that it works. Hakeem Butler, man. Uh, it, it, I mean, I I love I like Hakeem ha- ha- Butler. You know, I I can't kill I can't kill, yeah I can't really kill this draft, man. I I mean, the way that organization handled last year kills me. You know, I, I don't think they really put their coach in the best kind of situation to succeed, and then they fired him after that. So, see what happens this year if they're gonna bail after if they go on some kind of losing streak or something like that. But um, I can't kill them for their offseason, man. I think I think they're doing what they believe is going to work. Is it going to work, in my opinion? I don't know, man. This is the NFL. Right. It, it could go. go yeah, you know, you never know. But, um, yeah, I, 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 don't, I can't kill them. I can't kill them for their offseason. I, I want to say I'll give them, like, a C plus B. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll give him a B. Um, I think I'll give him a B. Uh, they signed some veterans: uh, Terrell Suggs, Jordan Hicks, uh, Jr. Sweezy on Sweezy from um Seattle Seahawks. Um, I think I think they needed to bring some type of leadership. I think that's what Terrell Suggs is going to bring to that team is some kind of leadership towards the locker room to to help the guys out, to help the rookies out. Um. I love I love they draft. Uh, they had, I think they will have one of the best drafts out of out of most teams. I'm gonna I say out so. of ninety percent. I'm I'm gonna say that because of their wide receivers. They late picks that was was awesome, you know. And yeah. I and I and I I will I I think I'll soften them up. I'll soften them up and give them a, a, a solid B. Um, and Kyle, we don't know what Kyler Murphy's gonna do, but the hype is on. The hype is on Kyler Murphy, so Kyler Murphy better be ready because the pressure is definitely gonna be on him. So yep. uh, yeah. yeah, so they're to me they're a big huge. They're just like what what Charmin said. They could go either way on this. They could it could, you know, totally blow up on them and be, and Kyle Murray could be garbage or he could be the next big time star. That's, that's what kind of, and you know what? They would rank 32nd in, I think everything in offensive, offensively last year. So you can't, you can't do much worse than what they did no, last year. They, <laughs> so they were horrible. That's, that's, that's the good thing. But I think what they got to do also is stick with this. If they truly believe in this head coach and the coaching staff, stick with it. Because last year they gave that guy one. That, year was, it. that was it. Yeah, I thought that was. Mm-hmm. That, I didn't think that was right. Agreed. You know, I think they really so, like. Uh, I we'll think see. they really like this guy, though. I hope know? so. Yeah, because I, I, I yeah, think they exactly. really like him. You know, this that uh, you ain't bring well. He went bringing a guy like that for no reason. He said he already and we and he said back in October, yeah, I'm gonna bring in Kyler Murray. Then after that, then after that, you bring in rookie wide receivers to try to help out because Fitzgerald's on his last year. Yeah. So you gonna so you gonna have to develop some kind of yeah. So you gonna I think yeah I think that works out well again. That's one of those things where these these guys have a are so blessed to be to end up on the same team as a guy like that. You know that a guy like Hakeem Butler with his kind of talent, learning the ways of the NFL from from a wide receiver, which who is gonna be in the Hall of Fame. 
uh, hands down, you know, I think that's really Definitely. matter. I think that's going to help. I think that kind of uh, bolsters your, uh, what, what, uh, what uh, Davin was saying about the wide receivers. Take those kids and put them around Fitzgerald. Learn, learn, learn how to mm-hmm. be a pro from that guy. That that could be a good deal. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So I think I think that, that's why that's why this thing you know it's all going to depend on these young guys. That's why you bring veteran you know like Terrell Suggs, Jordan Hicks. Um, I think that's why you bring at least a couple of veteran guys that know what they're doing to help these guys out and you know and get them prepared. Because it's going to be long for them. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's my solid B. I'm not going to give him. I'm, I'm going to sweeten it up, you know. I'm sweetening <laughs> up. So, um, the next team is uh, 49ers. Um, I'm, I'm going to let you go on this one, Chris. What you think about the 49ers? Well, you know what? They had the second pick in the draft, and they went with the, the easy pick, Nick Boza. So, as long as he stays healthy, you know, he's probably going to be an impact player. Um Second round, they picked up Devo Samuel. Mm-hmm. The white love, receiver. love that pick. Love that pick. kid. Yep. Yeah. Jalen Hurd in the third mm-hmm. round. Another good one. Another. So they, there's another team that loaded up on wide receivers. Um, their big thing is keeping uh, Garoppolo yeah. healthy. You know, if, if he doesn't get hurt last year, this was a team that was going to do some damage. I thought. You know, and I, I, I think the same thing this year. This is one of those teams that could definitely take that next step up. You know. Because last year they didn't play horrible, they they did lose a lot of games obviously, but they didn't they weren't getting blown out like say the Cardinals. The Cardinals were like getting blown out almost in every game. They had no shot. San Francisco was in. Every I think game. the emergence of their of of their tight end, um, what's his name, Kittles. Oh, Kittles is is right? is, is, yep. is gonna be. I mean, my favorite offensive uh, coordinators or offensive coaches in the league, right? They, um, their coach is is. I mean, it goes. He, this guy, this guy is a monster when it comes to schemes and and his offense is beautiful. I think, I think the um, I think the addition of, of uh, the um, Debo Samuel. I think Debo Samuel's is kind of like you know who he reminds me of. Our own um, uh, what's his name? Um, our wide receiver, uh, Anderson? not Anderson. Um, he's a Jameson. Big, bigger, muscular kid. Man, for some reason I'm blanking out on his name. Quincy Nunwa. Yeah. Debo, <laughs> Debo for some reason I'm blanking out on sorry, Quincy, man. You my boy. <laughs> Listen, um I think Debo is that kind of guy. You pair him up, they have they have one of probably the fastest wide receiver in the league. You know, that could blow up that could blow up the top of off of any um um defense. And then you have a guy like Debo that could come across the middle and, and ran those routes, you know, uh those option routes. He's fast, man. He's fast enough. He's very physical. Mm-hmm. I think he complements the kind of offense that they um, Kittles running the seam. Uh, um, um, what's the kid's name again? The wide receiver, man. I can't... What's going on with me today? <laughs> I'm definitely not I'm definitely not 100%, guys. I'm, I'm, I apologize. Um, I think a lot of what they did in the draft and in free agency kind of complements uh, of um, you know um, what what I think they need for um, Garoppolo, Bosa as the pick. I I mean we we knew he was a kind of the consensus best player coming out. Well, until everybody started um, watching film on Quinn and Williams and started being like, oh oh that that guy okay. Um, so so I think so I I think um, I think they did. I like I like what they did. 
uh, everything they did kind of complements what they do already. So I think they they did exactly what they were supposed to. I think they're going to be a better team this year anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, I like Quan. I like the Quan. Yes. Um, at the, they oh, they definitely had problems at linebacker. Yeah, definitely. And, right. and, and, and they saw one cornerback that I talked about that could be like a high, like maybe a high risk, uh, maybe high reward, Jason Verrett. Yes, um, from the Chargers. Um, they signed. They signed mm-hmm. him, and you know, and, and and you know, last but not least, I think one one potential still for them could be in uh, the sixth round, Caden Smith from Stanford. Smith. Yep. Um, and you know, with him, with him, he oh man, six five, two fifty five pounds, <laughs> like ridiculous, and yeah. he's already he already can run great routes. Um, he's even though they got Kittle, yes, he can he can do the red zone. And he could be in. He got the blocking skills, so this could be a potential still for them. Um, I would give them a B plus. I, I would give them a B plus. Yeah, yeah. I would give them a B plus. So, uh, yeah, we so we're gonna try to move along. Uh, last, who, who's the other team? The next team is the Seattle. I would say yes, Seattle Seahawks. This is uh because the last two seasons is tough. The Seahawks and the Rams. <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna go to the Sea. So start off with the Seahawks. Um, what's going on with the Seahawks? How are we feeling about the Seahawks? Metcalf, anyone? <laughs> think about it. <laughs> think about how much we heard about DJ Metcalf before the draft. DK, and he yep. lasted almost to the third round. Yeah, because because again, uh, listen, football. Speed, I, I will keep. I will keep. I I will say it till I can't. I can't say it no more. Yes, football is a lot about physicality, a lot about how fast you could run, a lot about how strong you are. But there's a lot of technical things about football that you can't get away from. As a wide receiver, he is just not. His size doesn't give to the most technical parts of being a wide receiver. You know, there's things about playing wide receiver, especially at the tops of your, at the top of your routes or the re- I mean, he doesn't have an issue with a release because he's an explosive athlete and he's very strong. So releasing off, off the line of scrimmage is not going to be an issue. You're not, you're not going to go up to him and try to jam him. Like, you know, you're going to fail. The kid is huge. He's strong. He has long arms, but at, and he's got great but, speed. Yeah. Too. But the problem with that is, okay, you you, you're going to run a slant. And you're, you're going to have to lower your hips to kind of, you know, to kind of get into your break quick enough that the corner don't read and you don't, you know, read what you're going to do. Because if the corner notices by studying the way you move that you're going to break inside, he could get inside faster than you. Because mm. his straight line speed, he's great, but he's not the most athletic guy. He can't come in, like, come, breaking off a route is going to be hard for him because... There's there's things about gathering your steps and stuff like that that comes in as a wide receiver that he's gonna struggle with. I'm not saying that he's not gonna be a a pretty good wide receiver because he has certain tools he was born with and you know it's he's gonna be able to be productive. But when the way people were talking about the guy, it was like he was not a first or second round kind of wide receiver. I'm sorry, you know he might prove me wrong. Again, but I just don't see it. You know, I the way he went makes sense to me. Mm. It's not polished. No, it, and, and it'll be hard. It'll be hard receiver. to. It will be hard for him to be a polished wide receiver because there's things about right. him physically that just doesn't into running crisp routes as a wide receiver. Now, 
you could make your bones as something else. Like we have a guy in our own camp, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, because of his speed and the way he runs, it'll be it's hard for him to be the best, most polished wide receiver. But there ain't too many people that could run as fast as him, so he could still make his money. He could still be one of the better mm. quarter running backs and wide receivers in the league, no matter what. So you so you know, not that he can't make himself into something. It's just that the way they were talking about him, you know, he's not he's not going to be that guy. Not, not in my opinion, anyway. Mm. Right. Uh, they didn't do much in free agency. Uh, I know no. they signed, they signed their kicker, Jason Myers. Um, and they said, yeah, yeah they, they didn't do too much in free agency. We signed a lot of guys. Uh, they resigned Russell Wilson, as we know, uh, which – which 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 they really needed to do. Um, I do like their first round choice with uh, L.J. Um, Collier, yeah, from TCU. Mm-hmm. Um, so so he's I'm, gonna replace yeah. he's gonna replace Clark now. They they let Clark go and he gonna yeah. they're gonna get that Collier as a pass rusher. I like his talent. I like I like his potential. I think I think he could be something. Uh, we yeah. will see what what that something will be. Is he gonna be as good as Clark when it comes to being a pass rusher or just a run defender in base? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, um, but but mm-hmm. I mean I like the talent. I like the fact that they tried to replace a guy they lost there. Um, I like yeah. I like I like their safety. Uh, the the Mackey Mark Marquise Marcus Blair, Blair. Yeah, yeah from Utah. Yeah, kind of a free safety. I don't know, but he's kind of small. But he's, he's small, like a though. he's a he's gonna be a free safety though. He's gonna be playing the, yeah. the yeah. end of the defense. So you know, I mean, smaller guy, yeah, but he has the range and he has the ball skills. Mm-hmm. I think. So I, I, you know, we'll see. I, I like, I like him, and I don't think it was a bad pick. Right, and um, you know, not like they uh, they number four choice, uh, Gary Jennings Jr. from West Virginia. Um, I don't know. They, they, I just think they didn't make too much moves. Uh, I think, I think they just was saying, hey, let you know, let's just make sure we get Russell Wilson signed and a couple of other guys signed because we don't know if they still. Are, want to rebuild or not didn't we thought they was going to rebuild last season so so mm-hmm. we so this is still one of those questions like we we want our veteran guy we want russell wilson but we still need a, we still want a young team we're going to bring a couple of veterans that we like really like but we want a really young team so i don't i don't know how it's going to play out for them but but it worked out last season so we'll see um i don't know what they yeah, they got to the wild card and, I, because they resigned Russell Wilson, I, I'll give, I'll soften them up, give them a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think they improved that much from no. last year. So, and it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a tougher battle for them to get the wild card this year with other teams that got better, yeah, and that are better Correct. than them. But, but with the good coaching, they they find a way to win. Like last year, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody was expecting them to get into the wild card last year. So. You got to give them a little bit of credit, but yeah, B minus I think because I don't think they improved much from last year. Yeah, I, I I like a lot of their picks. I think I think uh, I think they did well. I, like you said, um, there wasn't too much in free agency that they did, and so I, um, their offense, uh, their off season was pretty quiet. I think uh, like they, you know, I I, I a B minus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the way I think it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for it's the Russell, if it wasn't for the Russell Wilson signing, I probably would have gave him a C minus. But I, I, I softened that up because they, they did what they, they needed to do. They had to do it. <laughs> yep. They, they mm-hmm. had no other choice but to do it. Um, the last team is the Rams. <laughs> hmm. 
and and uh this is kinda in, this is kinda interesting to me. So um I'm gonna let y'all start off with it with it. Go ahead, Chris. Well, yeah, they didn't have a first round pick this year. Right. Um so their first pick was Taylor Rapp. You love the Washington. Kids. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good pick right there. I think that, I think he was valued much higher than what they got. So Yeah, great value. He was a big yeah. pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then third round they got Daryl Henderson. That's a big pick because that shows you. I think we talked about Gurley earlier. Gurley's not going to be what he's what he's been the last few years. He's definitely going to start. Uh, you know, an arthritic knee doesn't get better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it just it remains arthritic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just going to get worse. So I feel bad for him because he was easily the, the best running back in the league for a while, but for the last year or two. Um, so that was that's a telling pick right there to pick him in the third round. Mm-hmm. Um, also in the third round, they got David Long, a cornerback from Michigan. That was a very yeah, good I don't pick know. too. Yeah, I... Um, I, I think they did okay, you know. But the big question for me with with the Rams and with any team that loses in the Super Bowl, they always have that. They usually have that bad year the next year. Not that the Patriots did, but they're they're in a league of their own. But most teams, or a lot of teams, when they lose, they don't come back too good the second, you know, that next year after they lose the Super Bowl. So this is a team that might take a step back. I'm, I'm trying to look at them because I think they won't, but history shows that they will. I'll say it that yeah. way. But I don't see how they will because they still got a pretty good team. You know, when you look at their team, offensively they're really good. Defensively they're really good. So it's going to be interesting. They're an interesting team. Um, I don't know if they – did they make any big signings? Um, um, no. Added, not that I know middle. of. Clay oh Matthews? yeah, oh yeah, Weddle and Matthews. I don't think oh, Matthews okay. is a big signing because to me, Matthews. What does Matthews still have, man? Like that's my question. Yeah, like what does he? Much... What what does he still bring? You know, the, I don't the only know. thing, the only down, thing he brings is anymore, right? Pat, uh, buffing the pass the penalties. Lord Jesus. For <laughs> me, uh, for um, me, yeah, I, I, I want to kill this team, man. Um, uh, I, why did they left their guard let uh, Roger Saffold go? I don't un- I don't understand that. I don't I don't understand a team that was pretty good at offensive line. You let Saffold go. That 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 didn't make any mm. sense to me. Um, okay, letting Endamican Sue walk. Uh, I don't understand why they they didn't resign him. I don't know if Sue was asking for way too much money. They could have left the team as it was. I don't. I you know I I just don't understand why they did all that. You know. Um, you know what it is? They don't have a lot of cap space. That's like probably right now, what it only is. At, they're only at like $5 million right now. Yeah. So if they, if they signed but, two of those guys, they'd be over the but, but why we signed Dante Fowler for yeah, $14 exactly. million for yeah. one year? Yeah, that but, I don't that, like. Come, yeah, come on. Like you could you could use that money to re-sign uh, Sappho or, or you could have or, or right. Sue. And not only, not only is not the best best option. <laughs> exactly, and and not only Sue and 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 um, and Saffold, their center John Sullivan. Correct. They didn't they didn't pay him they didn't pay him either. They're gonna replace him with what a rookie. Uh, what, yeah, what's um, his name? Uh, Brian Allen that they got. Come on, man! Like this is what Bob, you're gonna Bobby do. Bobby Evans, you know, or Bobby Evans. Yeah, well, I mean. Well, you know what, too, is you got Jared Goff's contract coming up, yeah. too. Yeah, but... Jared Goff, he's got one more year on his uh, on his rookie. He's got a $22 million payment coming up next season in 2020. Oof. And then he's a free agent. So Oof. that's going to be one of the big 
extensions that it, we're going to be hearing about, especially if he has another good year. Uh, I think, it all I think, because Todd Gurley polishes uh, Jared Goff's game to make them, you know, like Gurley plays a big part in the in the making Jared Goff's game, uh, you know, polish. I think mm-hmm. I think one of the players they missed in the playoffs the most was Cooper Cup. I think when Cooper, Cup I, went, I, I, I think agree. I think if Cup was still on that yeah. team, they would have been a different offensive team, man. Like, he, they, yeah. um, I think they really missed him. Um, him coming back, I think that's gonna be a big thing for them. But I just, it just still pains me to see that they let. Uh, they kind of break up their offensive line. The offensive line, offensive line was pretty good. You can't really kill them against. I mean, you could kill them for for the playing against the the, the way they played against the Patriots. The offensive line did not play well. Uh, they no. did not play well. And, and I'm sorry, but the you wouldn't if you want to pick a t- very talented defensive line, you wouldn't pick the Patriots defensive line. They're good, mm. but they're not that destructive to the point where they were playing um, um, in, against the Rams. It looked like there was a guy in the backfield every time, you know. So probably there's a reason why they did what they did, but um, I, I don't know, man. It, it still stinks to me. Um, I like the I like Greg Gaines that they picked for nose tackle. Pair him, pair him with Donald up and up front. There, it's gonna be a problem. I, I like him, like I said, I like rap. Um, you know, I I don't know, man. Um, they did a lot of things. <laughs> they did a lot of things that I didn't I didn't like. I wanna I wanna. Uh, that's one of the teams that I wanna kill. I wanna I wanna say that I would give them a C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give them a D plus for signing oh, Blake Bortles. You know <laughs> oh, I was yeah. about to say. You know I was about to say a D D plus. D plus. I mean, Bortles. yes, 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 yes. Okay, Blake Bortles. Is it has played with the Jaguars, but come on, man! You looking at you looking at a a, a Santas 2.0 and 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 I'm I'm sorry, oh my God! Good, please don't ever let golf get hurt. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. D D plus. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, D, I, D, yeah, D plus. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm gonna stay at the C, but I see where you're going. swear, Bottle swear that he didn't learn in just oh, whatever yeah. he learned oh, with McVeigh's system. What? That was the worst <laughs> take. I mean, really? You were a coach. How you, you were. It, how long has this, this guy been in the NFL? Uh, five years. Yeah, you you tell and and just got that big con had that big contract before Can being you released. So you. Not that I'm not saying they're definitely making it, but what if the Jaguars make it to the Super Bowl uh, this year without? How is that? that yeah, what, that's a, a direct, what can you a say direct about? indictment on you <laughs> as a quarterback. How about that? That's, that's what it would be. Yeah. Oh, oh, like every, just, like everybody they knows. The playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs last year. Like everybody knows that you mm-hmm. that you're not good at you're not pretty good at your job. You're basically a, <laughs> you're like you're like below average, you know. And then you're yeah. talking about you exactly. just. I just learned so much. Come on, dude. If you've been in the league for five years and you you're just learning so much now, you got an issue. Shit, Jag. I know Jags fans is happy to, to have you know Nick Foles in over him. Shit, I'll I'll be happy with that too. <laughs> Shit. So this is a team that's possible that's gonna possibly take a step back. Yeah, may, I maybe, agree to but but it maybe, but and then we're talking about a team that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, last year. yeah. it all you depends know? on that offense. It depends on how Cup come back from injury and all about uh Gurley. Um, oh man, those those two, yeah, those two, yeah, them two, 
those two was the one that that helped Jared Goff out a lot with polishing that offense. So I don't know. I don't I, know how I, Goff I is going to do. Yeah, I think um I think the defense is still going to be formidable. Uh, you Correct. still can't block O'Donnell. I think, like I said, I like yeah. Gaines. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I like the the Eric Weddle signing. I think Weddle is still one of yeah, the better so safeties in the do. league. Uh, uh, so so yeah, that's the only reason why I didn't go and give them a a a, a C a D like like Davin said. It's because I think yeah. they did do. Did, yeah, they still got. Yeah, it. they still have a good team, but I just do not understand what they did on offense. They listen Bro. again. Their their coach is a is a man genius. Uh, he 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 knows more than I do, but in my opinion, uh, I think they're killing the offensive line. If they prove me wrong, they prove me wrong. Correct. Um, yep. I, I want to shout out to Connor Rogers. Uh, he just tweeted, uh, got the sense the Jets organization was expecting two games and not four for hurting. Uh, yeah, wow. I think we, I think we, I think he was thinking, I think we all was thinking the same thing. Yeah. It's, just, it's horrible, but hopefully he'll, he'll appeal it and we'll see when we'll figure out the rest of the story later on. But, um, that's it for the episode. Uh, make sure y'all follow us again on Twitter. Just fans podcast. I do want to thank uh, the new the newcomers for following us. Uh, it's right. Trust me, it's not easy for us to be very active, but we do this every week for y'all. So we appreciate y'all that's listening and um, you know definitely. that's following us. Yeah. So so, so we appreciate that. And uh, until until next week, fellas, jet up, take flight, and enjoy your day. <laughs> you too, guys. Yep. Take care. Take care. Bye.